0: First time, long time. 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 First time, long time.
1: Hey there, sports fans. First time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. we coming to you with a special Friday audition. How are you?
0: Good. How you doing? I'm very excited. We're doing, uh, we're doing another little, little show for everybody. Special feature. Uh, you know, We came up. It's a, it's a ranking segment we're going to do for everybody every Friday, and we came up with a fancy name for it. What, what do we name this, this uh, Mets Friday ranking segment?
1: I tell you, kid, we got in the lab. We named it Friday ranking. Straight into the point.
0: That's right. So uh, welcome to Friday Rankings uh, with First Time Long Time. This is like a little mini show for you guys. And this week, uh, you know, we're going to be ranking uh, top five bars that have dropped their sponsorships from First Time Long Time. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. No, but for real, uh, you know, in all seriousness, if I could be serious for a minute, uh, top five games that Tommy and I have attended in person, uh, you know, we want to tell you our top five. Feel free to tell us yours on Twitter at MetsFTLT, uh, you know, or email them to us if you're a private person. Send them to firsttimelongtimepod at gmail.com. That's all weird. But, but here we go. What's number five best game you've ever been at?
1: Yeah, Richie, number five, a little more recent history, October 13th. 2015 NLDS, Game 3, the New York Mets against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And of course, this was when, after Game 2, when Chase Utley broke our man Ruben Tejada's legs, or leg, excuse me, not plural, Mets win 13-5 against the Dodgers. The crowd was juiced when they introduced that Utley character. I tell you, I've never heard 45,000 people boo that loudly. Cespedes hit a ball to the moon. The Mets cruised. They ended up advancing, so that's number five for me. I really enjoyed being there.
0: Oh, that was an amazing one. I remember sitting there. I uh, I got standing room only seats with there. I cut out of work around three o'clock. I stood. I literally stood by a cup holder behind home plate for uh, four or five hours before the game, just to just to secure my spot. And uh, I've never heard a standing ovation like the one for Ruben Tejada. I haven't heard a standing ovation for a guy on crutches like that since I uh, I made my return to gym volleyball after after cracking my ankle open. I mean, people were standing. They were cheering. There were some tears. Uh, people were playing, uh, what was it, Natalie Merchant, thank you, out of their iPhones. I mean, it was just a really, really emotional moment.
1: Over uh, over at Oceanside, right?
0: Yeah, over at Oceanside. Uh, you know, both were very emotional moments and, uh, you know, very special game in what was a very special season until those jerks, those barbecue eating jerks from Kansas city ruined it.
1: Yeah. Not a big fan of those Kansas city jabronis. And, uh, you know, as we head to number four, going to be going back in time a little bit, not as recent. What do you got for us, Richie?
0: I got July 10th, 1999. Some people remember it as the day Brandy Chastain uh, ripped a sports bra off uh, when the U.S. beat some team in soccer. I don't really remember because I don't care. Soccer is a wimpy sport. Uh, but also that day, Matt Franco walk-off single. Uh, the the blonde or ginger, depending on the angle, cousin of John Franco. Walk-off single against Mariana Rivera. Five homers by the, uh, by the Yankees that day which was pretty wild, but nonetheless, we, uh, we overcame, and that was a great one.
1: Yeah, I remember that game, Richie. Yankees hit five home runs. Mike Piazza hit a ball about 480 feet, way over the picnic area in the Old Shea, off the Ramiro Mendoza in the seventh. Very good times, and we'll stay on the Mike Piazza tip, heading back to June 30th, 2000. It was fireworks night. The Mets were down big. The building was still packed as people were waiting to see the fireworks. Back in 2000, that was the thing. Fireworks night, like, the whole family went. You loaded up the station wagon, loaded up the minivan. You were there, you were there for fireworks night. And, you know, even in a blowout, you had to stay there. You couldn't, you couldn't leave early and beat the traffic because the kids want to see the bottle rockets and all that good stuff at the old Shea. And uh, a big 10-run Mets rally. Alfonso hits a two-run single to tie the game in the eighth. It's 8-8. Mike Piazza, a man who never, never swings at the first pitch, swings at the first pitch that's about a foot inside, ropes it over the left field wall. The ball got out in about two seconds. It's got the famous highlight. He does the swinging fist pump as he's running the first base. It was great. It was great. So as always, uh, Mike Piazza, a true champion, a gentleman, a scholar.
0: Oh yeah, that was a that was a phenomenal game. Uh, you know, the old the old dosi do swing uh when he when he struck that one i still don't know what he's doing i think it was a little awkward i mean that was the weirdest part of it i think if you asked him candidly today he'd say it's a little embarrassing but you know it's the heat of the moment sometimes you do those things uh i was at that game and i'll tell you it was looking bleak for a while i was ready like you said fireworks day it is a that that is a huge day back in 2000 now No one cares. People are setting off fireworks on their iPhones. They got firework apps. They got, you know, there's no reason to to do anything for real anymore. But back in the day, we used to wait outside in the cold in January. We would wait. We'd get the tickets. We'd get all excited. I went to the game. I saw that the Mets were losing, and I started to shift gears. I was getting ready to listen to What a Wonderful World, look at the fireworks, and get a little introspective, maybe even a little misty about the fact that my life has gone in the direction that it has. And just, uh, you know, lose myself for a few minutes. That's what I do at Fireworks Night. But sure enough, Mikey P. had other plans. Uh, you know, Mikey P., Edgardo, uh, you know, they just, they just kept the line moving against all these stupid Braves pitches. Hopefully we do the same thing against that, uh, uh, you know, that Tehran next time we see him. And... Uh, you know, it culminated with a, uh, a a huge bomb from the Boy Mike Piazza, one of the most famous moments in Mets history, I'd say, uh, in the regular season. And you know, that might be sad to some, but we're Mets fans, so we uh, we enjoy it.
1: Absolutely, kid. And as we head to number two, we will go back to 2006, the NLCS, Mets versus the Cardinals, October 18th, facing elimination. John Main goes to the mound, a 4-2 Mets win, Jose Reyes hits a leadoff home run, all of a sudden we went to Game 7, and we won't, we won't get into Game 7 there, or I'm going to either have to jump off a bridge or go see my therapist again, but uh, yeah, the Mets won Game 6, it was a great game to be at, their backs were against the wall, optimism was high, that's, that's all we'll say about that series, and we'll just, we'll just move to number one.
0: I mean, real quick, though, if you need someone to pitch in a pivotal game six, who are you looking for? The kid John May. That's right. This is the kind of guy that's going to give you. He's going to give you 97 uh, pitches in three innings. He's going to work his tail off. He's going to strike out six. Uh, he's really going to leave you in the lurch because you're going to have to, you're going to, have to cover the other six innings somehow.
1: He's got the old you know, uh, the old Al Leiter pitching plan. Like uh, I'll give I'll give you five innings. I'm going to throw 110.
0: <laughs> five innings for John Maine is actually considered a, a complete game. That's that's how they did it with him. Uh, you know I'm sorry. Uh, rest in peace to his shoulder, which exploded down the line. But that was that was quite a game. Uh, the day before your boy's birthday, actually. Uh, so I was amped until the next day when my birthday came, and uh, it all came crashing down. And uh, the suicide-proof windows in, uh, in my apartment building came in handy. Anyway, let's move on to number one. We have the Robin Ventura grand single. Give it to me.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, NLCS. We're playing the Braves. You know, spoiler alert, this one didn't work out for us either. Thanks, Kenny Rogers. But anyway, we're playing the Braves. It goes into extra innings. One of the best moments in Mets history. It's like the 16th inning. I believe it's the 16th. might be the 17th. But Ventura comes up with the bases loaded. He ropes a ball over the right center field wall as he's rounding first base. Todd Pratt is so fired up. It's like someone told Todd Pratt that it was an open ball wedding, but only for the first 50 people that got in. And Pratt comes flying around, and there's the famous clip. Ventura sees him coming, and, he, and he's smiling. He's waving him off. And Pratt can't help himself. The Mets won the game. You know, in theory, the run didn't have to count. So Pratt lifted him up, put him in a big bear hug. Just two guys loving one another. Mets fans cheering, Shea Stadium exploding. A great moment.
0: Yeah, I mean it was it was one of those phenomenal. Uh, I actually had tickets to the game, couldn't go because uh, I had I had agreed to go pumpkin picking in advance of that game. So uh, I was held to my word. So I'm out there with my Walkman, listening to uh, the game, picking pumpkins, one of uh, one of the great things you do in fall. Uh, I heard it. It's, uh, you know, typical Todd Pratt, though. The guy's just got a flair for the dramatic, whether it's hitting the ball over the fence while uh, Steve Finley checks his glove and cries, or getting out there and uh, really, really giving it to, to Rob Mentora and taking away one of the greatest moments of his life and turning it into a single. <laughs> that's, uh, that's typical Todd Pratt. Still a great outcome. Uh, you know, it, it would have been fitting if we actually lost the game because of him picking up Robin Ventura. But for one of the times in our life, it worked out in our favor. We won the game uh, like Tommy alluded to. Uh, Mr., Mr. Ball 4 himself, Kenny uh, Kenny Roy Rogers over there, didn't help out at all. But, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. Those are our top five games we've been to in person. You know, tell us about some of the games you've been to in person. What's your top five? What's your number one? Maybe uh, you were at the 9 11 game. Maybe you were at the one game that the Mets won during the World Series. Let us know at MetsFTLT on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Mark Carrig. We love you. That's just one of those things we do now. We just, we really want to tell Mark how much we appreciate him. And uh, this is a new thing we're going to do every Friday once again. It's Friday Rankings. We're going to dive deep into to the things that matter most, like games that we've been to and concession stands and, you know, all things Mets. So uh, enjoy the weekend, and i uh, see you when I see you.
1: Yeah, hey, fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time.
0: Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time. here. Hey guys, this is Audi Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.